Welcome to the Messy Mind Podcast, a listening experience where we provide you with valuable insight, knowledge, and experience to engage, inspire, and empower with your host, Tammy L. Davis. For this episode, I would like to focus on how you can pivot to the tech field. We're in the fourth industrial revolution, which according to a Forbes article is really building on the third industrial revolution. Now, if you want additional insight on this specific Forbes article, I've included the link in the show notes and it really is a fascinating read. I was interested in it maybe because I am in the tech industry, but again, the fourth industrial revolution is really building on the third industrial revolution, which was all about electronics and information technology uh, to automate production. So the fourth industrial revolution is digital, a fusion of technologies that really is blurring the lines between physical, digital, and biological spheres. So by emphasizing, you know, with an emphasis really now on emerging technology and breakthroughs, it really is a good time to really either pivot to this industry or really start to focus on how you can get your feet wet and really dive into this tech field. Now, you may have um, noticed that I also included in the show notes a link to when I was on the Karen Hunter show, which was on Sirius XM um, radio channel 126, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. And Karen Hunter is someone who I had listened to for years. Uh, She is a journalist, a publisher. Uh, She was a professor at uh, New York University, now at Hunter College. She's a talk show host, now a podcast host. And I had the pleasure of being on her show a couple of years ago, actually in 2017. And I don't believe that we're now in 2020. So three years ago, I was on her show and every Tuesday she has the segment Tech Tuesday. So this particular Tuesday in the summer of 2017, I was on her show and she really wanted to know how I was able to pivot my experience in getting into the tech field. So I was on the show. I was so nervous. I was on the show for five minutes and 17 seconds. But I can tell you that the minutes that I was speaking with Karen on how I made, you know, really telling her the journey on how I made the jump into tech was really monumental. It's fascinating on how much information you can get in a matter of seconds. And let me tell you, as I reflected on my conversations that I had with people who heard me on that segment... And if they didn't listen to me live, they had the pleasure of listening to the recording of my segment on Sirius On Demand. Again, I put the link of my interview on uh, SoundCloud in the show notes. But as I reflected on my conversation with individuals who followed up the email responses, the quick uh, phone chats, I realized that the common theme is that people really needed guidance on the first steps to take in order to enter into the tech field. Uh, I had the pleasure to speak to people who had their MBAs, uh, attorneys, financial uh, analysts, business analysts, just to name a few, all wanting to know where and how they should start. And remember, just like me, you don't need a science degree. You don't need an information technology degree or a software engineer background to get into this tech space. 
So I just want to share four things that you can do right now to begin your journey into the technological field. So number one is assess your strengths. Yes. Now what I want you to do right now is get out your notebook, turn to a fresh page and list your strengths. What are you good at? What do you enjoy doing? This is important because when you decide to make a career change to enter into a new field, you must come into the field with a passionate mindset or with the passion mindset of love what you do. It's the old adage of when you go into something loving what you're doing, you know, the money will come. And again, like I said, previous episodes, y'all, you all know that I will uh, tear up a saying, but I truly believe that when you go into to a new field or a field in general, you really do get to love what you do. Now, you may already be in a situation where you do not like what you do, so be bold and have the courage to focus on your passions, your strengths, and your desires. So trust me, your passion mindset will make a difference if your frustration levels start to run high because you are learning something new. When I first started in the tech space as a junior ERP, that's Enterprise Resource Planning Consultant, I was excited and also terrified. There were moments of self-doubt, but because I was excited and started to love what I was learning, my confidence grew. Remember, be brave and focus on your passions. And just to give you a quote of Richard Branson, he always says, or he has said in the past, and I've heard him say this numerous times, don't waste your time with things that don't excite you. Find your passions and go out there and grab them with both hands. Again, Richard Branson, who's the CEO of uh, Virgin and uh, Virgin Records, Virgin uh, Airlines, now the new Virgin Cruise uh, Voyager, which is on my my wish list to go on uh, that cruise. But number two, so number one, assess your strengths. Number two, research and study the information technology job descriptions and match your skill set to the position requirements. So are you a good listener, a great verbal communicator? Are you a person with an, a, a, a detail-oriented personality? Do you have a customer-centric men- mentality? Are you organized and have a strong, again, attention to detail? Scan the job description carefully and highlight the tasks that match your skill set and capabilities. Now start to listen, start to listen, listen to me, that's right, but really with that job description, start to list the different scenarios in which you've needed to use those skills. So for example, let's say one job description requirement is as follows, excellent excellent communication and facilitation skills. Now, yes, as of late, I'm going to say the past three to five years, I've started to see job descriptions in the IT or tech field that does list excellent communication and facilitation skills. Because depending upon the job, and I'll talk about my role a little bit later, you will need to, of course, communicate to other individuals in, in, in on the project or in your field and also need to be the, the bridge So the gap between those in the technology side and those who are on the functional side and also your customers and your clients. So excellent communication and facilitation skills. That's pretty broad, right? You may be saying to yourself, yes, I'm an awesome communicator. I can do this. 
And it is important for you to write down the specific scenarios to note when you have utilized your awesome communication skills. List the effectiveness and the results of your communication scenarios. This is an excellent exercise to support you in preparing for your tech project interviews. As you speak to the hiring manager or the project manager, you will need to be prepared to speak on your experience and, again, align those duties required to be a successful in the position. So in the words of the great Mark Nepo, the flower doesn't dream to be the bee. It blossoms and the bee comes. So, again, match how your current skill set is aligned with the job description that you desire. Number three, research training options, then enroll. So throughout my 16-year career of being in this tech space, I have spent thousands of dollars on self-education, industry newspaper subscriptions, industry magazine subscriptions, uh, conferences, seminars, webinars. It's because the tech field constantly changes. And it's important for you to become an avid learner. Software releases, upgrades, system capabilities are consistently and constantly enhanced and released with new functionality. So it really is key that you keep your finger on the pulse on what's new in the scene, in the tech industry, especially if you decide to focus on software. So. Will Smith has always said, we spend money uh, that we don't have on things we do not need to impress people who do not care. So take that money and invest it in yourself, especially in this industry. And the fourth uh, thing that you can do now to begin your journey into the tech field is rediscover who you know who they know, and then make connections. So in other words, who in your network is in the tech field? What do they do? Who in your network is connected to someone in this field? Is what they do aligned with your desires? And if so, reach out, talk to them. You may find a a mentor. Don't be shy. People innately want to help others. So see who, who knows who, and share your desires. Start to build relationships within your network. I mean, as Mary Newland said, people who write down their goals are 42% more likely to achieve them, and telling a friend increases this rate to 78%. So as I started, are you looking to shift into the TEF field? Have you already made the shift? Are you ready to make the shift from another career? Um, If so, it really is important to at least start these particular uh, steps. and. Like someone told me, you have everything you need, just start. Follow my steps. And if you are someone who's making the shift, please, I would love to hear from you. Um, Send me, uh, uh, drop me a line on LinkedIn. Send me an email. All my information really is in the show notes. And anything that I can do to support you in making this journey into tech, it would be great. I also want to make a little caveat that the views reflected that I said those four steps are not the end all to be all. By no means, um, they are everything that you should do. There's just a fraction of it. Uh, A little bit about my background is that I started off thinking I was going to law school. 
I had no idea that I would be an information technology consultant. And there's many different facets into this tech field. So I just want you to know that your results are going to be entirely depending upon your personal efforts, your experiences, your resources. But again, I just wanted to take a moment to express the steps that work for me and several of my colleagues as we, as we entered into the tech space. So until next time, continue to embrace your messy mind. Thank you for joining us this time on the Messy Mind Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. If you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or your listening platform, or if you simply tell a friend about the show. We appreciate being a part of your day and remember to embrace your messy mind.